Welcome to Medieval Murder, the podcast that brings all things gruesome and historical to the comfort of your own home or car or wherever it is you're listening from. My name is Hannah Prettyman, and I'm here with my father, Kevin Prettyman, to discuss discuss some of the most famous and infamous murders that took place in the medieval and early modern periods. Medieval Murder came to be first as a blog, then as an Instagram, and now as a podcast after I finished my master's dissertation on homicide in early medieval England. The podcast will feature some of the most famous murders in medieval history, some mini-episode series on different types of medieval murders, and interviews with historians and history enthusiasts alike. Just as a quick shout-out, I'd like to thank everybody for having us hit 2,000 listens on the podcast in 57 countries. Super exciting! Yeah. Um, So thanks for sticking around. And now we will be jumping back in to part six of Eagle Saga. So we're going to kind of a little housekeeping first. I mean, you can't talk about Eagle without having a nice beverage with you. So I'm drinking some Einstock toasted porter today. I mean, it comes from the Einstock brewery there in Iceland. And it really kind of gets you in the mood. So if at times I'm incoherent, it could be the Einstock, but I'll try and keep it under control. I, yeah, if I if I had had the memo, I would have been been right there with you. I'm I'm drinking a vanilla latte here. Yeah, what where we are, it's still uh, still morning, but I'm thinking kind of that five o'clock somewhere. I think it's probably like. Mm, Maybe three thirty in Iceland, so a beer is okay. I'm thinking. You know, so, I actually I think it's probably about. It might actually be five o'clock there. Okay. So look at I'll us. To, yeah. So, I'm I'm ahead of the power curve. Uh, my daughter's behind, but that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna jump back in Eggle, but I thought we kind of do a short recap and tell you how we got to where we're at. So when last we left Eggle, he, w- he had left England. Um, he, he and his brother Thorwolf had been in the service of King Athelstan, and Thorwolf ended up dying. He ended up getting killed in a battle with the Scots. And so he, uh, King Athelstan really saw a lot in Eggle. He's like, he's a guy I want to be around. I want him around, I want him in my realm. So he made him an offer of, hey, you know, you stay here, you know, I'll take care of you. You can be one of my, one of my, one of my main guys. And Eggle's like, no, I don't think that's what I need to do. I need to go back to Norway and I need to um, tell Thorwolf's widow, Asgard, that, um, that he's dead. And so Athelstan compensated um, Egil not only for his service, but for his brother's death. And he also gave him money for his father, Skalgrim, which we'll, which we'll play on later. Um, so he goes to Norway, um, and he's, he goes to his friend, Argeborn, and eventually tells Asgard that 
wolf had died. And naturally, Asgard's upset. Um, Got to remember, though, that Egil had already been outlawed by King Eric in, in Norway, um, probably more because of Gunhild, King Eric's wife, the queen. Because uh, Egil, if you remember, got into some issue with her brothers there, kind of around Denmark. And I think he ended up killing one of them. Yeah. And so he'd been outlawed by the king. I think he also stole their boat. Yeah, he did steal their boat. Yeah. Uh, he, did, he did take their boat. So he goes and he tells Asgard, you know, that Thorolf is gone. Um, you know, and, and it's not like today where anybody does like a quick trip, you know. So he's hanging around for a couple of months because it's winter or maybe several months. And in the process, he falls in love with Asgard. And he ends up, through the help of Archiborn, getting permission to marry Asgard. Um, so he marries Asgard and takes her with him to Iceland, where, you know, Skullgrim's happy to see him. And he spends several winters in Iceland, um, kind of helping his father, managing farms, because Skullgrim's getting old-er by this time. So he's managing the farms that Skullgrim has an interest in and some of the land. Um, I was really thinking that at this point we would be staying in Iceland for a while. Um, and it sounds like things in Iceland were pretty uneventful. But Egil spends several winters in Iceland. And then he, he just is doing his thing. And I can't find where he's causing any trouble, which is Shocking to me. Yeah, you know? I mean, he's Eggle. Yeah, maybe he's, you know, the the farm life has chilled him out a little bit. Yeah, or maybe there's just not a lot of people there that have pissed him off. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, to, to kind of understand our story today, um, Asgard is the daughter of Bjorn, a, a landowner, a wealthy landowner in Norway, but. She is the, the daughter from his born second wife. And so his first wife, Bjorn's first wife, Olaf, they, he had a daughter with her named Gunhild, not to be confused with Queen Gunhild, but she ends up marrying a guy named Berg. So we got Berg and we've got Gunhild married to Berg daughter of Bjorn's first wife. Bjorn's first wife, Olaf, dies because there's a lot of death from disease, you know, it's just, just not the same way things work today where people live a long life, although Skallgrim and Egil do end up living a really long time. Um, and so Bjorn's on a raid, and I don't know if he captures Thora, or if she comes willingly, but he eventually marries this lady named Thora, and they have a daughter, Asgard, who is married to Egil's brother, Thorwolf, and after his death, Egil marries her. So now he's, he's a son-in-law to Bjorn. Okay. And, and it should also be noted that his really good buddy, Argeborn, 
um, in Norway, is the son of Bjorn's brother. So he's Bjorn's nephew. Okay. So at the, at the beginning of one winter, you know, um, it, it seems like people leave Iceland in the springtime, they go to Norway, and they return usually in the fall. And so one fall, a boat shows up from Norway, and it brings news of Bjorn's death. And so Egil's like, oh, no, you know, my father-in-law's dead. And, you know, and he does, a, he talks to the people a little bit and he finds out that Bjorg has claimed the entire inheritance. Wait, just as like a, an aside, do we know how Bjorn died? Um, I... Like from old what age? I could, from what I can gather, it was, it was not in battle. It was just old age okay so so now berg's got the the total inheritance and Engel's like oh you know my wife asgard should have claim to it i.e i should have claim to it um so he thinks about it and he talks to the people that have just come from norway and he's like, God, how could this be, you know, that I'm getting cut out of the share of my inheritance? And who's, who's backing up Berg? Yeah. Well, it turns out, he finds out that King Eric and Queen Gunhild are backing up Berg on this. Mm. So he's like, you know, so he stews about it over the winter, you know, being eagle. So in the spring, he takes Asgard and a lot of his men, and he sets sail for Norway. So he's on his way to Norway. He gets there, and, you know, he goes and he sees his buddy Argeborn. And he talks about, you know, I'm, I'm here to kind of check up on this inheritance thing. And what do you know? And Argeborn's like, mm, you know, <laughs> uh, it's you not shouldn't looking, be here. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you're outlawed, buddy. And, you know, you've, you've made the queen mad, which is making the king mad. And they're siding with Berg in this whole thing. Yeah. And so he said, you know, the prospect of you getting your inheritance really doesn't look good, buddy. And so Egil, you know, which is, I, I think this is a little, I mean, it doesn't seem characteristic of Egil. I, I fully expected Egil just to go and kill the guy. Um, <laughs> but Egil decides, tells Archiborn, he said, I'm going to go and I'm going to go talk to Berg and see if I can talk some sense into him and see if I can't get him to do the right thing and the fair thing. You know, maybe it's been several winters. He's, he's wintered in Iceland. He spent some time with his father. He's been working the land. Maybe he's matured. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking as I was going there. Um, you know, so he had asked Archibald, was like, what's this guy Berg like? So Archibald tells him, you know, Berg's tough, he's troublesome, he's unfair, hmm. and he's greedy. Awesome. And he also, he also has the backing of the king and the queen. So he goes and he meets with Archibald, or he tells Archibald what he's going to do. Archibald's like, okay, good luck. And so <laughs> he, goes, he goes and he meets with Berg, and it doesn't go like Egil had hoped. Mm -hmm. I mean... You know, he goes and he says, you know, 
Asgard has right to 50% of the inheritance. I mean, she's the daughter of Bjorn, and, you know, she's the second daughter, and she should have claim to some of this inheritance. And Berg is like, no, you know, she's the daughter. No, she's the daughter of a slave woman, and she deserves nothing. And the only true heir is my wife, Gunhild, and I'm taking it all. And he also and he also tells him, he said, you know, who are you, Egil, to come back to Norway when you've been outlawed? I, I mean, mean, that's and, a little fair. You know, who are you to come here and pester me and question the king, you know, when you've been outlawed already? Yeah. So, so and he also is apparently... Um, just rails on Eggle. Oh, he's pissed. Yeah. Oh, and so, okay. so this isn't like know, a calm, cool, collected conversation. No, no. At, at the end of it, it sounds like there was like some very heated words, mm. mostly directed at Eggle. And Eggle... Eggle just takes it? Yeah, Eggle just takes it. Wow. And he tells him, he said, you know what? He said, I'm going to take you to assembly which is kind of like, it's like a court of lots where they all get together and Mm -hmm. if they've got issues they want resolved, they'll get them resolved. But is that going to be presided over by King Eric and Queen Gunhild? No, not actually. So um, the way the assembly works is they'll go somewhere and they stake it out and they rope off this area. And that area is called the sanctuary. Okay. Okay. And so for this, it was the Goon Gould Assembly. So for this, um, there was 36 guys, 12 from three different provinces, that were going to rule over it. The king's there, and the queen is there. But these 36 guys, they listen to both sides or whatever, whoever gives testimony, and they decide what's going to happen. Okay. So... so Eggle tells him he's going to take him to assembly. And Berg is like, you know, yeah, you could take me to assembly, but if I have my way, you won't leave in one piece. And so Eggle's like, hey, you know what? Whatever happens, I'm going to be there, and we're going to, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And so, so he goes back to Archborn and tells him, you know, what's going on. And Archibald's like, yeah, okay, you know, let's go to assembly with him. He said, let me go talk to the king and the queen first. So he goes and he visits with the king and the queen. And when he returns, he tells, um, he, he, he tells Eggle, they're not buying it. They don't see where you have a claim. It's not going to go well. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. So now, so in the winter, you know, they winter again. And in Norway? Assembly, in Norway. The okay. assembly's in the spring. So they head out to the assembly. So King Eric's there, and he's got like four or five longboats. He's got some of his guys. He's got farmers, right? So basically, the, since he's been outlawed, can, can King Eric just be like, get out? He can. I think he can. Yeah. I mean, and I'm finding that there's like, I don't know what the weight of being outlawed is other than... Feels like a lot. 
it feels like a lot, but you know, we're going to see here in a while where there's a, <laughs> there's a, I think there's various levels of being an outlaw. Okay. So, so King Eric's there, he's got his boat, he's got several, he's got some of his guys, he's got his farmers, he's got big long boats. So Archerborn and Eggle go with a bunch with a bunch of guys because mm-hmm. everyone everyone's traveling with people, and you know they're taking they've taken a variety of, of boats. They've taken small boats. They've taken a big boat. They've taken medium sized boats. You know they just didn't take the large boat. All right. And so they go and they they're getting ready for assembly, and you know. Berg's there, and he's being very cocky, saying he's going to win, and, you know, Eggle's, Eggle's not going to do well in this. Yeah. So they go, they go to assembly, and, you know, Eggle makes his case, and he says, you know, this is, this is, um, this is Asgard's rightful claim. You know, she is, you know, the daughter of Bjorn, and we should get some of this does, this inheritance. Question: do, Does he bring Asgard with him? You know, <laughs> other than Asgard going, Asgard going to Norway, we don't hear anything else. Him, I don't. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going down, and I, she doesn't she doesn't uh, pop up in any of the readings. All right. I mean, so they, I mean, that's kind of to be expected. Yeah. But, you know, so he makes his case and it's a very good case, you know, that he deserves, that they deserve some of this inheritance. Well, then, um, uh, Burr gets up and he goes along that same lines that, you know, Asgard is the daughter of a slave woman and, you know, she doesn't deserve anything and that, you know, Eggle's an outlaw and he shouldn't even be here. And, you know, it just goes on and on. And it's just really, um, it's, it's, it's really, I'm not, I don't know. It, it's just, it's a really a big slam on Eggle. You know, yeah, and it's and it becomes more about Eggle than about the and, actual claim, and then about the actual claim, and then slandering um, Thora, Asker's mother. Is Thora still alive? I don't know. You know, because I, I don't. I don't. Jorn know. died, but you know, Thora could still be around. Yeah, I. You know, I. I don't know, and I'm, hmm. and. But in doing so... Well, probably not, because when... Well, no, maybe she wouldn't have inherited it, because she's a woman. Right, because it's going to the son-in-law. Yeah, okay. But, and then it would be up to the son-in-laws to take care of her. Yeah. I, I would guess. Yeah. But in the process, all this... Now Arjaborn is really mad, because... He's always like Thor and Caesar is his aunt and doesn't see her as a slave woman or a concubine. I mean, yeah. you know, he um, basically, uh, Berg calls her a concubine and, you know. It's not good. And, and good, not good at all. And so then Archborn gets up and he's 
got people willing to testify on behalf of Eggle. So wait, who gets up? Arjaborn? Arjaborn. Okay. He said he he's got some people that are gonna testify on behalf of Eggle. Okay. Which is kind of I think it was kind of unusual because I think it was basically supposed to be Eggle and Berg making their case. Yeah. Now Arjaborn jumps in. And so Arjaborn's saying he's gonna do this and because it I somehow the king gets involved, I think because it's unusual that a third party's gonna get involved. Yeah. And he says, I will neither he said, I I'm not gonna deny it. Okay. But and he's the king's kind of wishy-washy about whether these people can can testify. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop it, but I'm not gonna condone it. Yeah. Right? Well at this point Gunhild, who hates Egil, loses her mind, kind of. <laughs> and she calls out Eric. Is like, well, would you let him take your throne too? You know, why Why are you so, you know, he's outlawed. Why are you being so understanding with this man? You know, what is your deal? And so he's like, and then, then I think it actually is Gunhild that turns to one of the, the kind of, guys that King Eric had brought and tells him, you know, you need to do something about this. And so then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So this guy on um, kind of the direction of King Gunhild goes and he cuts the ropes of the sanctuary. Ooh. And the assembly is just like. It's, it's, it's just chaos. It's, it's chaos, Ooh. you know. And so, you know, and because they came to assembly, it doesn't sound like they had their weapons. Oh, nobody right? has weapons? Nobody has weapons. Okay, because it's like a... Yeah, they've like yeah. left them in the boats or whatever. Okay. So in the chaos, Archiborn and... And... Um, um, Eggle, they're going back to their boats. But before they leave, Eggle has to just like, he just like berates the king. Oh. He said, he just is like, you know, you're, you're kind of worthless. You're, you know, you're Eggle taking too says much. Eggle says this? Yeah. You're, you're kind of worthless. You're taking too much direction from your life. I mean, basically just like calling him out. Wow. Like, Everybody's calling out the king. Yeah. Everyone's calling out the king, which I think kind of rightfully so. I mean, he seems a little wishy-washy. You know? Yeah, he's letting everybody so, else rule for him, kind of. Yeah, so now Eggle has kind of finally pushed the king too far. So Eggle and um, Archibald are going down to their boats, trying to get out. And the king makes a proclamation that Eggle is outlawed, and anybody is authorized to kill Eggle with impunity and there will be no no repercussions for them if they Ooh. find Eggle and kill him. So we took outlaw to another level. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about. It's like I think there's different various levels of outlaw. Yeah, so this one's the so, most intense probably. Yeah, yeah. So, so now Eggle's got like the death sentence on his head. So he, as they're going to the boats, you know, Archibald's telling his guys, just go home, lay low, 
get home, stay safe, you know, just lay low for a while. Let's mm -hmm. see what happens. And then, and he's like, Eggle, I think you got to get out of, I think you got to leave. And Eggle's like, okay. So Eggle takes a small boat with some of his guys. Remember I said they brought all kinds of boats. Yeah. And the king, the king had come in the big long boats. So they're heading out. So are the small boats faster, do we think? Yeah, I think the small okay. boats are a little faster, but the more men you have on a boat, you might be able to be a little faster. And what, what ends up happening is Eggles and his guys are rowing, rowing away, and the king's boats are starting to catch them. Mm. And... But what they end up doing is they end up going up into a river where it gets shallower. Okay. And the, king, and the king's boats run aground. Ooh, okay. And so Eggo kind of makes his escape. Tricky. He go, at the same time, um, Archibald had been leaving in a, in a bigger boat. The king, the king intercepts Archibald and, you know tells him they come they get on board there's no battle they get on board they search it they don't find eagle mm -hmm. the king the king then tells you know at this point because they were fleeing they don't know the extent of eagle being outlawed so the king tells archiborn that you know he's like really outlawed kill him if you see him you know because the, the king kind of thinks that Archibald's still on his side no matter how many times he comes on Eagle's behalf. Oh. So. Wouldn't that be a plot twist if all of a sudden Archibald just killed Eagle? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we're going to get there. I hope not. I don't know. So they return. Archibald goes to where he's, he's at. And Eagle goes, and Archibald tells him, Dude, <laughs> you're in trouble, man. And so Eggle decides that he's just he's gonna take his guys and they're gonna go to Iceland. Well yeah. They're le they're leaving. I hope he so grabbed his wife too. Yeah. Well see that's what I said. She just kinda like disappears. And I'm not sure exactly. So I don't know if like next saga, because I'm sorry guys, this thing is gonna go on for this could go on for years. <laughs> um it is a saga. But so Eggle decides that he's leaving the next morning. Yeah, good, right? good plan. Right. So he leaves in the morning. He takes his guys, some boats, and he sets sail for Iceland. Well, the king has some spies, and they're fishermen and stuff, and the, they report back to King Eric that, that Eggle set sail for Iceland. Okay. It is what it appears. So now, because he's just, like, outlawed, they're not going to, like, track him down. They're just going to let him go. Let him go. But if he shows back up in Norway, they're going to kill him. Yeah. So what happens next is, you know, Eggle set sail. There's a few days. Um, Eric needs to go to Trondheim for something. You know. Where's Trondheim? Bird, it's kind of, Trondheim is going to be north of there. Okay. And it's, uh, I think... I think his father, King Harold the Fair Hair, is there. Okay. And he needs, he needs to make a, a journey up there. Okay. So he, you know, it's been a few days. No one's seen Eggle, so he's going to take off. 
In the meantime, Berg is like, oh, man, this Eggle dude, I think he's going to kill me, but he's gone, but I'm worried. So I forgot about um, Berg and the nonsense. Yeah. So Berg's like kind of talking to the king, and the king's like, well, I'll leave you with uh, this guy. It's like, I want to call him Frodo, but it's not. It's like <laughs> Frodi. It's F-R-O-D-I. Okay. So he, he kind of assigns Frodi to hang out with Bird, kind of watch over Bird. To make sure supplement. that Eagle's not going to kill Bird. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's kind of supplement his, supplement his guys. I mean, that's that feels a little weak for a Viking to be like, I need a bodyguard. Right. Well, I mean, it's like strength in numbers, I think. Oh, okay. You know, I, yeah. So, but then, so King Eric sets off to go up to Trondheim. <laughs> but... At the same time, what they don't know is that the winds are not favorable. And so Egil is not, he gets out and he's, he's going to go to Iceland, but the winds change and he's just kind of adrift. So he's adrift there off in Norway. But Gunhild and King Eric, they have a son, Prince Rognov, and he's got a small boat, um, and it's very ornate. I, I actually think it might be one that someone had given to King Eric, maybe even Thorwolf. Oh. Uh, back in uh, an earlier story, it's a small boat, kind of a warship. And he's got like 12 guys on that boat. And he's cruising around being like a mini Viking. He's like 10 or 11. <laughs> and he's, he's got 12 guys he, that report to him. Yeah, he's a mini Viking, yeah. Yeah. So he, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's like almost an adult Viking. So, well, Eagle was killing people at that age. Ex- exactly. So he's like kind of cruising around doing his thing. And then Eagle ends up drifting back to Norway. And he's like, uh-oh. So, so he, he sends some guys ashore. Well, he goes ashore. Oh, brave man. Yeah, in the middle of the night, they kind of, they go ashore, and he's kind of standing by the boat. He sends a guy in, inland, and the guy goes, and he hits this farm, runs into this farm, and <laughs> it's the middle of the night, and he runs into this guy that he's like, he reports back to Eggle, this guy was like blind drunk. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he said that they were going to drink as much as Berg and Frody over at the next farm. So now he knows where Frodi and Berg are. So does that they're basically over... mean that Frodi and Berg are just, like, wasted? Yeah, they're getting drunk, too. Okay. So, but, and then at the, at the farm, he, where he runs into this farmhand, he's like, well, you know, Prince Rognov is here. Mm. So, Egil hearing that, you know, Berg and, and Frodi are drunk, he's like, huh. So he goes back. <laughs> He grabs like 18 of his guys. Oh no. And he sails he sails back to to where he was and he leaves six guys at the boat to kind of guard it. Okay. And then he takes 11 with him. But it's like he's ha- having the 11 hang back in the story. So he's like he's like the scout and he's like scouting it out to go to uh Berg's farm. Hmm. So he gets out there and he runs into these these kids. 
in the middle of the night. And he's like, what are you guys doing out here? And they're like, well, haven't you heard there's been a bear in the area and it's been killing livestock and we're here to watch it and watch out for it. If we see it, then we have to go back and tell Berg and his guys that we've seen a bear. So I was like, okay. And so he goes, and they're like, hey, what are you doing out here? Because it's like all armored up and stuff. Yeah. And he goes, well, he said, well, I have heard of the bear. And I'm out here and I'm wearing this for my protection. And he goes, and by the way, I saw the bear over here in these bushes. Oh. You should go, you should go tell these guys. You should go tell your masters what's going on. Yeah. So they, they go back to the house and they find that, that it's only Berg, Frody, and a guy named... Um, I think Haddle that are, aren't passed out. Okay. Everyone else, Everybody is, else passed is passed out. out. All right. So the kids come in and they're like, "There's the bear. The bear's over here." So they go running out. The drunk. And so, Egg, yeah, drunk. And so, Eggles in the bushes. He sees him coming, so he moves the bushes. He moves the and bushes. So he moves like the branches, so they think something's in oh, the bush. Oh, I see. Okay. So. Berg's like, okay. He sends his two guys back around so the bear can't run back into the forest. So they're on the backside of the bushes. Okay. So Eggles sees Berg coming. So he runs out and he runs at Berg. And Berg's like, holy shit, it's Eggle. <laughs> and, and so they both throw their spears at each other. So Eggle sticks into Berg's shield and makes it kind of heavy so he can't like hold it up anymore. Mm-hmm. Berg's, Berg's spear, like, glances off of um, Eggle's shield, and it sticks straight in the ground. Mm-hmm. Then Eggle rushes him and just, like, slices him open with his axe or oh. with, his, with his sword, just slices him. Oh. And so Is Berg this lets killing him? Big old scream, and he's dead. Oh. So you got to remember, it's dark. I mean, and it's like a whole different dark than here. I mean, yeah, it, it's like no light dark. So do the other do the others know that it's a man doing it, or do they think it's the bear? They're not sure because they came running out, and they're standing around trying to figure out what happened to Berg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so at this point, Eggle picks up Berg's spear, pulls it out of the ground, rushes Frody. Frody sticks up his 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 shield, and. I, I think Frody's shield was defective because <laughs> Eggle's able to push the spear through his shield into Frody, out Frody's back. Oh, that shield was not thick enough. Yeah, so now Frody's down. He dies. Yeah. The other guy freaks out, starts running away. Eggle chases him down and just swords him to death. <laughs> About this time... His 11 guys show up. Yeah, because Eagle's done killed three men single-handedly. Yeah, that's just, that's just who he be, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, they, so he tells the guys what's going on. So now, now Eggle's like, okay, we're going to the farm. So they, they head down to the farm, right? Yeah. And everyone's passed out. <laughs> They kill at least 15 or 16 guys. They just slaughter them. Well, yeah, because they've passed out drunk. 
Right. I mean, some are getting up. Some, uh, a few of them, like, running, just run away. Yeah, understandably. And so Agle steals everything he can of value, burns the farm, and drives the livestock down to his boats. Oh, he's going to steal the livestock, too. Yeah, he slaughters the livestock. They all load it on the boats, and then they're, they're like, cruising. They're going to cruise. And he thinks this is a good choice after being outlawed. Well, I think it's like I'm getting my inheritance one way or the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now you know, he, he's got extra now. Yeah, he's got extra. So now he's, well, he probably doesn't have full thing. Um, yeah, um, I mean, he had the small boats. Right. Because one of the things that he did say, you know, when he was bagging on the king, was that no man could reside on these lands that were borns because he wasn't getting his fair share. And basically that oh. he'd come back and he would kill them. Oh, okay, yeah. So he did. You know, and that, you know, so he's like laying the thing. So now morning breaks and he's like cruising down the sound, the, down the sea lane, mm-hmm. you know, getting out in the water with all his ill-gotten games. And in front of him, he sees... He sees a boat, and he recognizes the boat, and because I, I think it's the one Thorwolf had given to Eric. Okay. So the and one that the prince has. Yeah. <laughs> and so, for whatever reason, Eggle's still in a rage. He's just raging. He's, I mean, he's got the um, berserker, berserker going yeah. on. Yeah, he's got the berserker going on. So he rams the boat, and then... He and his men kill everybody on board. Yeah. Kill the prince. Kill all 12 guys. The king and queen are going to not like Eagle even more. Oh, no, no, for sure. You know, yeah, the true story. Yeah. But so, so he goes, he goes back to Argeborn's. Argeborn's like, you have to leave. Yeah, Argeborn's <laughs> like, this is too much. You have to leave. So... On the way out, he stops. Um, he stops at the farm where the prince had been. Okay. And he ransacks the farm. Good. And he puts a puts a big pole in the ground and puts a horse's head on the pole. Okay. And then he curses Queen. Gunhild and King Eric. He puts a curse on them. Well, that seems like taking it a little bit too far because he's already killed their son. Well, no, he's putting a curse on them. I mean, you know, when he when he left the assembly, he also, you know, invoked Odin and oh. the gods. And so you know, this is like his second curse. This is his second curse. Okay. He's he's laying it down. He's he's over it. Yeah. So now he's like. Now he cruises back to Iceland, and he lands in, in Borg, and Skalgrim's there. Skalgrim's happy to meet him. Now, the one thing that we had talked about was the, you know, Athelstan mm-hmm. had compensated him. Yeah. And he had given him two things of uh, silver and gold and, and whatnot. And one was and for Skalgrim. One was for Skalgrim, and he never gave it up to Skalgrim. Yeah. So he returns to Iceland, 
And Skullgrim's there. They greet him. And he's there for, you know, I don't, I, you know, time frames get really confusing there. So he's there. And one night, um, Eggle and some of his guys are going to a party or a feast at another person's farm. And he's getting ready to leave. And Skullgrim comes out and he's talking to him. And he's like, and who knows how Skullgrim knows? He's like, hey, when are you going to give me the, Plunder. the money, the apple, the apple stand mm -hmm. it sent for me? And Eggle's reply is basically, Never. You, you're doing well. <laughs> you know, if I thought, you know, if when you get to the point that you need it, I will give it to you. Right? So he rides off. Skullgrim just accepts that? Yeah, well, he, he rides off, and Skullgrim's like, hmm. So that night, Skullgrim goes out, takes a chest of silver, and I'm not sure if it's the one that was supposed to be his or if it was just his in general. Yeah. But he goes out, and he buries this chest of silver, putting a huge capstone on it somewhere there near Borg. Hmm. And then he returns and he dies. Weird. And, and how he dies is he's sitting up on the edge of his bed and when Eggle returns there's a dead Skullgrim. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. And, now he, and he's like super stiff. And he's such a big man that they can't lift him up and get him out so so skull so eggle has a couple of his guys bust a hole in the wall and then like four or five of them lift him up and take him outside and they do the viking burial weird and so that's kind of where we ended for today, we're just, we're just know, gonna we're gonna end it with a dead skullgrim. A, a dead skullgrim, a dead um, Berg, a dead Frodo, about a, a, a dead fifteen Prince other dead Rognabob. guys. Yeah, dead Prince Rognabob and twelve other guys, and you know, and yeah, I mean, he just cannot get along with people. No, I, don't know what the deal I mean, was. Eagle really takes medieval murder to the max. He, yeah, he's, he's, well, he's a berserker. He, he, he is a berserker. From, yeah. He does go berserk from time to time. It does happen. Yeah, so I believe next time we might be back in Norway. Uh, yeah, know. it sounds like eventually, or... Oh, actually, I do know where we're going to go. We're going, we're going to go to England for a little bit, and we're going to run into... A lot of the same people <laughs> okay all right well thank you for listening to medieval murder if you have any listener questions comments or topic suggestions please feel free to reach out via our twitter account at murder medieval our instagram account at medieval murder or via email at info.medievalmurder at gmail.com and if any of you are interested in rocking some medieval murder merchandise take a look at our website medievalmurder.org we're also looking into some different options for our merch we're going to be coming out with some new merge options, um, probably using a different um, 
venue for that, but we're that's that's going to be a couple months in process. Um, I got the old hat, original hat on today. Yeah. Wearing it. So tune in later for our next podcast, which will be our Halloween special. So keep your eyes peeled for that. <laughs>